The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We start today with China's decision to block imports of Canadian canola. Have you been following this? Um, it means, um, well, there's some big impact for the industry. In the past couple of weeks, China's General Administration of Customs announced it was blocking canola shipments by Viterra and Richardson International in Winnipeg, claiming their officials had detected several hazardous organisms in it. Now, Health Canada and the Canadian Food Inspection Agency says Canada's crops are safe. It's believed by many that this ban is part of that growing rift between Canada and China. Uh, you know, it focuses all around the arrest of Meng Wanzhou, and, uh, who is the chief financial officer of Huawei, at the request of the U.S. Now, earlier this week, Prime Minister Trudeau said he is looking at sending a delegation to China to try to work something out. Uh, we, uh, we have heard very clearly that uh, there is a significant interest in sending a high-level high uh, delegation uh, to, uh, to China to talk about the uh, extraordinary work that we do in terms of oversight, inspection, and the science around uh, ensuring uh, the safety of and the, uh, and the quality of uh, everything Canada, uh, Canada exports. Uh, we are certainly looking at that. That's a conversation that uh, my office has had with uh, uh, Madame Bibot, the Minister of Agriculture's office. Uh, it's also something that came up in my conversation yesterday with Jim Everson. Uh, we were very much looking at the possibility of sending uh, a high-level de- delegation to China. So I don't have to tell you that canola farming and exporting of canola in Canada is a big business. To find out more about this and its impact, we're joined by John Gilly, the chair of the Alberta Canola Producers Commission. Hi, John. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Jalen. Good to talk to you again. Boy, oh boy. Every time we talk, it seems to be something else. Now, um, I guess first off, when this started to shake down over the past couple of weeks, um, what went through your mind about how this is going to, to impact our local producers? Well, it was terrible news. You know, we we have a lot of different things on the go, and this isn't one that we really uh, even seen in our headlights. So it was very disappointing and discouraging to hear that uh, we've got some issues with our largest trading partner but we're still optimistic that we can get this fixed and uh, get things going again so when you break it down and uh, you say you know your biggest trading par- partner yeah approximately i was reading today approximately 40 percent of canola produced by canadian farmers is supplied to china it made china the largest import of canadian canola products in 2018 um what are you hearing from your members right now john well, everybody uh, you know, wants to know what's going on, and we're not getting a lot of information. Uh, government's talking with the Chinese government. Uh, samples are being looked at over and over to make sure that we're not missing something on our end. And uh, we're just hoping that, uh, you know, we find some sort of resolve to this sooner than later. Um, from everything we can tell that this ban is based on no scientific fact or evidence whatsoever. As I mentioned when I was introducing you, the Canadian Food Inspection Agency and Health Canada saying the crops are safe. So this is um, political games, isn't it? Well, all we know from this point is that they said that there's quality issues and, and we're making sure that there isn't. We're very confident with the quality that, of the canola that we produce and uh, we're very sure that there's isn't anything wrong with it, but if there is, we certainly want to know about it. That's kind of all we can go on right now. We can't really go on any uh, speculation. We have to go on what uh, they've been to- telling uh, us. That's got to be so frustrating, though. 
<laughs> frustrating yeah, and just can yeah well and that's what i was going to ask you about because i mean um you know the snow is coming off um i'm guessing that um seeding would start here in the next what six to eight weeks yeah probably uh you know the first couple three weeks of may um people are trying to decide whether to change their cropping cropping acres this year uh there's still a lot of uh Last year's canola is still in the bins. I think StatCan show there's about 11.5 million tons still in the farm bins. So, yeah, it's, everybody likes to have everything planned out a long time ahead. We want to have our healthy rotations. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have bought seed last fall, fertilized accordingly in a lot of cases, and um, this isn't something that uh, we wanted to hear. So, John, you know, for those of us who who don't know, who who don't uh, work in the in the farming uh, industry, who are in the canola business, um, when it comes to planning on what you're going to um, grow, this isn't something. This isn't a decision that's being made right now. Like this is made months prior, like last year, right? Yeah, you'll typically have, each farm will have their own little uh, rotation they typically use, and they usually rotate through those to try and uh, manage any uh, disease risk. Um, You know, people like to have different crops so that if one does have an issue Mm -hmm. such as this, um, they're a little bit more diversified and they can, uh, you know, have their income spread out a little bit more rather than all their eggs in one basket. Well, yeah, and if you've put your money into seed for canola, then you've done that last year, um, and then you can't plant it. You have a look at another expense coming up in, in, in a last-minute change of plans, don't you? Yeah, you know, in some cases you might be able to return that seed, or okay. in a lot of cases you probably don't even have it on your farm yet. Okay. Um, so some of the uh, seed companies and ag retailers I'm hoping are going to be a little bit flexible with any farmers that want to make some changes for this year but uh in most cases everything's been set in motion since well basically Mm -hmm. when since we're riding around in the combine last fall yeah and that's just you know even if you do plant you do plant it and you grow a canola crop you have to wonder if there's going to be a market for it at the at the end of it all come come harvest time depending on how long this goes on for yeah for sure i mean what we have in the bins is one thing but um if we're going to start filling up the pipeline and farm bins and elevators, uh, better to be safe than sorry, I guess. But, you know, we're, we're hoping that some of our other customers can uh, take maybe a little bit more of the share as well. Mm-hmm. Um, problem is that, you know, our number two, three, four, and five customers um, barely make or use as much canola as uh, we ship to China because they yeah. take 40% of our seed. Uh, John Gilly joining us, the chair of the Alberta Canola Producers Commission. Yeah, when I was, you know, as you're reading about this and as I'm, I'm finding out, okay, what are the options here? What what can be done? You touched on that, looking to other importers like Japan, Mexico, Europe, Pakistan, Bangladesh. Um, but as you said, I mean, that's not going to cover, that's not going to cover this, is it? No, unfortunately not. I mean, when you have one major customer like that, it's... Uh kind of rely on them if that gets shut down it changes a lot of things but you know one good thing that's been happening i've really been impressed with the support we've had from the general public from coast to coast it's been quite amazing there was a quite a spread by one of the chefs on one of the uh morning tv stations Mm -hmm. in vancouver last weekend and you look on social media and people across the country want to know what they can do if they can buy more oil if that'll help and yeah that's really a good news story from that end of it we really appreciate everybody's support 
Now, we're seeing some of the premiers of the provinces saying, okay, you know what, if this isn't fixed soon, if uh, that relationship can't be mended uh, quickly, that um, the provinces, Alberta, Saskatchewan in particular, are going to be looking to the federal government to for help. What does What does that look like, John? Well, I believe what Saskatchewan has asked for is for the uh, uh, Canadian cash advances to be extended, to get the deadline extended, mm-hmm. and to also increase the amount that you can borrow interest-free so that it hopefully uh, helps out people's cash flows in the meantime until they're able to get canola hauled from the bin into the elevator and a check in the bank. So that's what I understand came up as of mm-hmm. yesterday. I don't know if there's been any new updates yet today. Yeah, no, that was uh, kind of the big one from Saskatchewan. And again, Notley saying, you know, if, if something isn't going to be done, we're going to have to look to the government as well. Are you, uh, what you're hearing from um, Ottawa, is that enough right now? We heard Justin Trudeau saying, you know what, they're looking at considering, uh, considering sending a, a high-level delegation over. Um, is that enough right now? Or, or are you calling on them to do more? Well, we always want to have more go on, but, uh, you know, I think they're doing their best right now. Um, I've been assured that there's more going on behind the scenes than than what we're hearing about. I I believe they are taking this to heart and realizing how big of an issue it is. I know two of the ministers were in uh, Saskatchewan today, uh, Minister Bebeau and Minister Carr, meeting with uh, some producers there in Saskanola. And, you know, it's not like they're... uh, running and hiding from this they know Mm -hmm. there's an issue and they i'm hoping that uh you know they're going to keep pressing away the the delegation i've always thought a good way of resolving issues was meeting face to face Mm -hmm. but we have to remember that we're dealing with another country and another culture yeah and sometimes that might not be the best (laughs) way it might be considered an insult so we have to plan that carefully to make sure we don't make anything worse so, John, right now you um, you sit and wait to see what, what happens. And uh, as you say, that's an uncomfortable feeling because there's only so much time that you can wait, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, in another three weeks, four weeks, uh, we're going to have to make a decision for sure what's going in the ground. And, and uh, you know, as far as new crop goes, as long as this was resolved before harvest, yeah, um, really wouldn't make that big a difference. It's between now and harvest is what's sitting in the bin is what's um, causing the issues. But so if we could get a worst case this resolved by harvest, you know, I, I think we'll have a few hiccups and a few issues, but we can probably uh, survive through this a whole lot easier. But if it uh, drags on longer than that, there's certainly going to be some issues across Western Canada. Boy, oh boy. I mean, uh those of you who uh, who farm for a living, uh, you know, tip of the hat, because if it's not something, uh, if it's not one thing, it seems to be another uh, over the past number of years. It just seems to be uh, a lot of challenges uh, on many fronts uh, for you all, and it must, feel, it must feel like you're getting beat up sometimes. Yeah, it seems like it's one thing or the other. Usually it's Mother Nature. <laughs> Nobody can control the weather, but... Maybe sometime you can call me on a good news story and we can have a long chat. I don't know. It seems to be bad things we always talk about. You know what, John? Let's uh, promise to do that. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you checking in. All right, John Gilly, who is the chair of the Alberta Canola Producers Commission again. Um, China has made decisions, a uh, decision to block imports of uh, some Canadian canola, specifically from uh, uh, canola shipped by Viterra and Richardson International of Winnipeg. They're claiming, China is claiming that their officials have detected um, 
hazardous organisms in it, but Health Canada and the Canadian Food Inspection Agency saying, nope, Canada's crops are safe. And so if you kind of crunch the numbers a little bit here, and again, for those of you who um, farm canola, you know this, but for those who don't, when you start kind of looking at the numbers, uh, canola contributes approximately $26.7 billion to the Canadian economy every year. It employs more than 250,000 people. It is a major economic driver and apparently approximately about 40% of canola produced by uh, Canadian farmers is supplied to China. Um, last year, China became the biggest uh, importer of Canadian canola products. So this is hitting hard right there. Canada is home uh, specifically to 43,000 canola growers. Um, Saskatchewan at this point receives the most significant economic book from the canola industry at $12.22 billion, But Alberta, right here at home in, Man- in Manitoba, not far behind with 7.3 billion and 4.16 billion. Um, John had mentioned, uh, you know, what Saskatchewan has asked for. They're a uh, little to expand on it a bit more, is asking Ottawa to increase its cash advances to canola farmers because of this decision by China. The province says it is looking to the federal government for help uh, because the ban has caused trade uncertainty. Saskatchewan requesting the amount of money available to canola farmers through a federal advance payment program be increased to $1 million from $400,000. Um, Trudeau, you, you heard him off the, the top of the show saying that they were thinking about sending a, a high level or they're planning on sending a high level delegation to China to meet face to face to resolve this. And he reminded reporters that, hey, we've been through this before. Uh, at the same time, uh, the issue of canola is obviously a very important one. This is something that we've already uh, been in close contact with uh, farmers and uh, uh, folks right across the country who are affected uh, by this uh, suspension of, uh, of purchases by China. But I will remind people that in 2016 we faced a similar situation where uh, China had uh, suspended imports of canola from Canada. And it was through the great work of Christian Freeland uh, and uh, indeed uh, whose uh, whose father is himself a canola farmer in in Alberta uh, that we worked very hard with the Chinese to settle this particular issue. So we're going to roll up our sleeves and work with uh, the Chinese officials uh, to demonstrate that uh, canola should continue uh, to flow safely from Canada to uh, to China. This is uh, something we take very seriously. It is something we are looking into and working on right now. And we will continue to work on uh, the same way we were able to solve it in 2016. Uh, we're optimistic we're going to be able to make headway uh, this year. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, there was an explosion. Oh my God, the ship is sinking. I can't get out. There's water everywhere. We're going down. I've got a lock on your location. Stay with me. Hurry, hurry. Hello? Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela Bass